Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. You've got a plan for saving your money. Question is, do you have a plan for spending it? Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, the Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do them that have it. Get more of it, the less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Let me ask you a question. How much money is enough? I mean, really, how much money do you need to retire on and still be worry-free? I bet if you go back in time and ask yourself, let's say when you were 25 years of age, you'd say, oh, if only I made... Well, let's do this. I'll go back uh, 1984. I started with my father-in-law in the insurance business. Uh, we were just talking about this yesterday in the office. And my starting salary, now again, this was 1984. Uh, basically, I knew nothing about insurance, so I guess I don't blame him. But my starting salary was $11,500 in 1984. You know, I got by on that. My wife worked full-time. But but I, I remember thinking back then, man, if only I could make $50,000 a year, wouldn't that be, that, that would be enough. If I could make 50000 a year for the rest of my life, I'd be happy. Well, you know what happens? You know, several years later, I finally got to making 50000 a year, and guess what I said? Oh, boy, if only I just had 75000 a year. That's the good number. I just really want 75000 a year, and that would be plenty. And then it goes on and on, and you've probably experienced this. Same thing happens. Think about your savings. Uh, again, years and years ago when we didn't have a you-know-what to tinkle in, basically we would say if only we had X, you know, $50,000 in the bank or $50,000 in my IRA or 401k, that would be so much money. You finally get the goal, and then it changes, and it kind of, well, maybe if I had 100000 that would be better. Uh, the point is, folks, there's never, ever enough money if you look at money that way. Well, welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money. I am your host for the next 28 minutes or so, Tony Walker. And uh, with us in the studio, as always, helping produce and direct the show is uh, America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Orander, and his newfound sidekick, Matt Stebbins. So we are talking about this idea, and we've been covering the book, Don't Follow the Herd. Again, if you're just now joining us, maybe for this first episode, we welcome you. And uh, we've been, I wrote a book in 2010, among several books I've written. This is my personal favorite, quite frankly. It's called Don't Follow the Herd, The Seven Costly Mistakes People Make with Their Money, and yes, there is an answer, and how to avoid them. And uh, we are on number, number five, and number five, that mistake is... No game plan, listen closely, for using and enjoying your money. Uh, one of the most frequent questions I do receive from savers is kind of like this. Tony, I've worked hard at saving money all my life, but I really don't know, here's the key, when, when to start using and enjoying it. Uh, and then the next question to that is, especially as I talk to many retirees, 
Uh, let's say they get a lot of wisdom and they're in their 75-year-old range or 80-year-old range and they're going, man, I got plenty of money. Uh, now I don't know what to do with it. Uh, how much of it's going to be taxed when I die? Should I go on and start giving money away to family? So this, this recurring theme of how much is enough uh, is a real, real serious issue. And what I've found is most people don't have a game plan for spending and using and enjoying this money. And I think that's what makes the worry-free retirement so different. Our process, certainly we want people to save money. Don't get me wrong. We're all about protecting your money. But here is the philosophy behind the worry-free retirement. Why in the world are you working so hard and saving so hard if you don't have a plan for eventually spending so hard? Uh, I know in my own life, I'm a saver now. I don't like risking a lot of money. I've got a little bit in the stock market, but I do practice what I preach. Uh, sometimes people ask, well, I say, well, Tony, where do you have a lot of your money invested? Well, I've got it in real estate, not speculative real estate. I put real estate uh, money in the buildings that I own, but they're for the businesses. Some, so I'm on tenant. I think that's a pretty safe bet. Uh, you know, I've got a lot of money in annuities. I love fixed indexed annuities. I've got a lot of money there. I've got money in the bank. Uh, people know I kid around about the banks, you know, paying a zero interest and we don't even get S&H green stamps anymore from them. That used to be something they used to hand out. So basically they're paying very little on our money, but also the money is liquid. Uh, it's protected. That's why I like banks. I have a lot of what's called dividend participating whole life. I know the guys on the radio don't like whole life, but I love it. It allowed me to purchase this building tax-free, so I think that was a pretty smart move myself. And when I die, my family gets a bunch of cold, hard, tax-free cash with no probate. Who can argue with that, right? And then finally, yes, I do have some money in the stock market. Notice I said some money. But all of this, folks, the way I've programmed my estate planning, my retirement planning, it's all about using, enjoying, and protecting my money. Now, I can't speak for all advisors, all right, but I do receive feedback from a lot of people. Uh, we are recording this show on Tuesday, November 26, 2018, in our Louisville studios. And just yesterday, I was here, I started meeting people around 1030, and I wasn't done until about 830 at night. And I saw, Aaron, how many people was it? Do you, I mean, roughly every half hour, so whatever that is, 15 people or 20 people, and I'll see a bunch of people today. So all I do is see people all day long. Uh, this radio show is really a side gig, folks. You know, there's a lot of people that provide advice on the radio. That's what they do for their living. Uh, they're not out in the trenches talking to people and trying to understand the problems people face and understand the tax tumors people are dealing with and people not knowing anything about fees and uh, don't know which insurance to purchase, which to let's go. But I get to see people day in and day out. So not only do I have a lot of training in this field, but the experience allows me to see what people are doing. And this is a real dilemma. People are saving a lot of money, but the financial world, here's the truth, does not want you taking that money back from them. So for instance, you know, I uh, had this happen the other day. This is, a, this is kind of a funny story. This will give you an example. Uh, and again, you know me, I kid around about all these dinner seminars. I don't have a problem with dinner seminars, folks. Uh, I told my mother, she doesn't have a lot of money, but I said, Mom, you keep getting those dinner seminars. Man, why don't you go to those? And she said, well, Tony, I don't have a lot of money. And I said, who cares? They're inviting you. I'd, man, I'd, I think she could probably, Aaron, eat for free every night, as many as she gets. I said, shoot, I'd be going to them all the time. But anyway, I, I met a gentleman the other day. He called after hearing the radio show. Wanted to come in and meet. By the way, if you're sitting there listening, say, man, I'd like to meet with you, Tony. Do you meet with people in person? I say, yeah, just go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and click on that Let's Get Started. We'll make that happen. But he did that. So he came in. I said, how can I help you? And he said, well, Tony, to be honest, 
it kind of sheepishly, true story, folks. Years ago, I met with you, and at that time, you recommended that I roll over my 401k into these fixed indexed annuities. Uh, you were talking about them long before most people even knew what they were. And he said, I guess that was kind of the problem. I didn't understand them. Uh, I called when we made the call, I, and I vaguely remember this. I had to look in my notes, but we had called his large custodian that handled his 401k. I'll just refer to him just for illustrative purposes as Shifting Sands of Texas. But anyway, when we rolled it over, apparently they called him back. And they said, you know, why are you wanting to roll this over into one of these annuities? This, again, back with annuities, nobody liked them. Now everybody seems to love them. But anyway, why are you wanting to roll that money into annuity? And he said, well, I don't know. And they made him doubt the situation of why he was doing it. And he changed his mind. Now, again, this was 10, 12 years ago. I don't remember all the details. He Apparently, he said, I called your office, canceled the rollover, and I'd never heard from you again since. And I said, well, sir, we don't, you know, we're not going to bug you. If you didn't want to do it, I'm sure at the time I wanted to respect your wishes. So I guess that's why I didn't call you back. And he said, well, and then I said, so why are you here today? And I know she had this whole stack of annuities. Now, this is comical, Aaron. Had this whole stack of annuities. And he said, well, uh, I attended a dinner seminar several years ago. And I ended up buying all these annuities. And I glanced at them and I kind of laughed. I said, sir, these are the same annuities I recommended 10 or 12 years ago. And he said, well, I know. And he said, I'm embarrassed to even be here. And I said, so I can't do anything with these annuities. You know, you've already purchased them. If you were to get out of them, there's huge surrender charges. So how can I help you? And he said, well, the fellow that originally sold me these annuities at this dinner seminar I went to years ago, uh, he was a nice fellow and he helped me out. And now I never can find him. He's got all these, he called them young whippersnappers. He's got all these young whippersnappers running around. And every time I go in to see him, uh, they, they don't have any answers for me. And I said, well, what are you looking for? And he said, I want to know which annuities to take money out of because now I'm getting ready to turn 70 and a half. And again, if, if you know anything about 70 and a half uh, with IRAs and 401ks, this is a huge, huge age to consider because that's the age, 70 and a half, that you have to start taking what's called your required minimum distribution. And I said, well, they're not helping you with that? And he says, well, I guess they're trying to. But he says, I think I know more about it than they do. Uh, so here is the problem, folks. In this case, uh, he was sold a bunch of annuities. Apparently, the fellow that sold them to him is out uh, gallivanting around whatever he's doing. And now he's got these young whippersnappers who know nothing about these annuities. They've made tons of commissions. And guess what he wanted me to do? To take care of them. Now, being the money missionary that I am, guess what I did? Aaron, what do you think I did? I'm going to take care of him. And I said, sir, we've got a full-time person on staff that all we do is calculate RMDs and we instruct our clients because we're trying to help them. It's not just about selling annuities. We're trying to help them maximize their returns by taking the money out of the various annuities. We don't want to just take them out of all in this case. I think he had six of them. And he said, now that's what I'm wanting to see. So we put together a game plan. We had another appointment. We spent about four hours documenting and putting these annuities that should have been done, he never got a written game plan, into a game plan so he and his wife now know what to do with these annuities. So that may be you. You may be sitting there saying, Tony, I know exactly what you're talking about. I feel like everybody was excited to get my money. Now they don't want to give it back to me or help me figure out how to get it back. Well, if that's you, log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. What I do day in and day out at no cost or obligation is I look at people's stuff, just like this gentleman. And what we will do, I'll promise you, I'll come back with a written game plan to share with you my findings of maybe what's going on right now and then how we can help you. So take advantage of that. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and click on that Let's Get Started.
All right, when we come back, folks, I'm going to dive into some exact examples of what we are talking about uh, in terms of options you've got to enjoy your money now versus later. You're listening to The Worry Free Retirement. I'll be right back. Annuities. Some people love them and some people hate them. Regardless of how you feel about annuities, one thing's for sure, annuities are the only financial product that can guarantee an income you can never outlive. I'm Tony Walker, and regardless of whether you're thinking about buying an annuity or you have a current annuity that you'd like me to review, log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Since 9-11, we've written over 2,500 annuities, and we can help you by getting started now. Are you retired or retiring soon? Do you have a 401k, IRA, thrift savings account, 403b, or lump sum pension that you'd like to move to safer territory? Did you know that all the money you see on your 401k statement isn't really yours? Depending on your overall taxable income, the government has essentially a lien on your 401k that can tax as much as 40% of your money when you go to take it out. Tony Walker calls this the 401k tax tumor. For over 33 years, retirement specialist Tony Walker has helped thousands of savers worry less about money by creating game plans to deal with your tax tumor. Get control of your retirement by controlling the taxes owed on it. Schedule a free meeting to see if you can reduce your tax tumor and provide a guaranteed income you can never outlive. To get started, simply log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Are you retired or retiring soon? Can you afford for your money to take a hit with the stock market being so volatile these days? Nobody can time the market, but having a retirement game plan with Tony Walker Financial gives you peace of mind and sleep insurance. Learn how to prevent losses in your retirement accounts and plan your retirement around an income you can never outlive. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com today to schedule a personal meeting with Tony to secure your hard-earned money. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Thank you for joining us for the Worry-Free Retirement. I'm Tony Walker, and if you're just now joining us, we are diving into my book, Don't Follow the Herd, and each week we've been uh, going into great detail about each mistake that people make with their money and how to avoid them. We're on mistake number five. Uh, which is basically saying you're not spending your money and enjoying it. That's what this mistake is. So let's, uh, and, I, and I like to bring up the 401ks because there's so many of you out there that have 401ks. Um, you know, these were implemented in 1978. Very few people had any 401ks in the 80s. They got really, really popular in the 90s when the stock market started going up. Uh, incidentally, my theory is the stock market went up so much because everybody started putting money in the market, which drives the price up. It'd be like everybody in Louisville or Bowling Green, Kentucky buying real estate. Everybody that's selling real estate sells it for a higher price. So some of the stock market, in my view, has become inflated a little bit because we have more and more people pouring money in. Very few people are selling positions, which drives the price up. But it, And who knows, when all these baby boomers start retiring and yanking money out, could be interesting to see how the market holds up. That's That's one of those things we'll just have to see. But anyway, uh, many of you have 401ks, or if you're retired, you have a 401k or you've rolled that 401k into an IRA. Now, for discussion purposes, before we get into this, uh, this particular, these options I'm going to give you on how to enjoy your money, 
we have to remember something. A 401k, IRA, 403b, thrift savings account, 457 plan, lump sum pension that you decide to roll into an IRA. Folks, all of these things are really the same. I remember years ago, I was in uh, Ed Slot's elite advisor program. I traveled to Atlanta and uh, studied under him. And that was one of the things he used to stress. He just said, call everything an IRA. It makes it more simple. Not some must call everything a 401k. But what we're saying is you've got this money that's stockpiled somewhere in one of these type of accounts. They're all the same, though, basically. When you go to take the money out, you're going to have to pay taxes. And this dilemma is you try to avoid the taxes. I call it the tax tumor by not taking money out. Now, if you ask me, I don't know, uh, Aaron and Matt, we, they overhear all this stuff, but if you ask me, if I had a game plan, let's think about this, Matt and Aaron, we're going to start a marketing organization, and what we're going to do is we're going to convince people to hand over all their money to us. Uh, by law, they can't touch it until they turn 59 and a half, and we get to use the money for 20, 30 years. Do you think that'd be a pretty good business? Yeah, Aaron's like, count me in, get me out of the studio, Tony, let's do it. So... Now think about that. So that's really what's happening. You are now again. We're not. We're not saying. Let's say don't. I'm not saying don't do the 401k. I'm think. I'm saying think about what you are doing when you put all of your life savings in a 401k. You are giving up all control. And then the problem is you. You've got these taxes that rear their ugly head when you go to take it out, and then you don't take your money out. So they keep charging fees. The government's going to tax it eventually. I mean, when you turn 70 and a half, you're going to have to pay taxes. Uh, your kids are going to have to deal with a tax tumor when you die. So you can put off the pain all you want to, and you can sit there and not enjoying your money, but I think that's just downright foolish, folks. We want to enjoy the money. Now, we talk about something. It's a trademarked concept called the three halves of life, and this makes so much sense, and I've seen this play out time and time again, where people don't want to retire. Number one, they don't think they have enough money. In many cases, they do. I'll remind me, Aaron, to mention at the next break real quickly, a, co a couple I had in yesterday and a little bit about what's going on with them. But anyway, they don't think they can. Then we meet with them. And when I change the philosophy up and help them understand that more than likely, not all the time, but more than likely, as they get older, they'll spend less money, something the financial world's never wanted them to know. The financial world always says you'll have to have more money because of inflation, and that's not accurate. But anyway, they realize, wait a minute, you mean, Tony, this window of roughly 60 to 70, are you telling me that's the best time to use and enjoy my money? And I'll say, yep, and that's the best, best time we can try to plan around this tax tumor. So let's go to option number one, all right? Actually, let me describe this case. I'm going to change it up a little bit. It is a small world. Years ago, I remember I was visiting with a gentleman, and I knew this gentleman well, and he was sharing some things with me he was doing with his stockbroker, all right? And I knew the stockbroker, nice fellow, and it's pretty confidential. And uh, so I was talking to the stockbroker over coffee once, and the stockbroker didn't realize how well I knew this individual. And the stockbroker starts talking about a case he's working on with one of his clients, and everything he described, I thought, wait a minute, I know exactly who he's talking about. So unbeknownst to the stockbroker, he didn't mean to, but he's given out all this confidential information, thinking I don't even know who he's talking about, and I do. So anytime I give you instances, folks, I always kind of change the name. I fudge on the ages, the amounts, because it is a small world, and I don't want people to think we're giving away confidential information of all these people I meet. But nevertheless, I had someone in yesterday. Uh, she recently has had some major health issues. She's 58. Uh, he's, he doesn't have any health issues, but it, like he told me, he's 60, uh, 61, I believe he was. 
And he just said, Tony, I'm so tired of working. And I said, by the way, how long have you all been working? I mean, full time, working hard. And she looked a minute. She goes, gosh, Tony, I really started pretty much working full time somewhere when I was 15. And he laughed. He said, I had to start working on the family farm when I was 13. So I said, well, wait a minute. Let's think about this. Forget this magical age of 65 that the government erroneously came up with when they created this monster called Social Security back in the 30s. So forget 65 a minute. So you've been working. I took his age. So let's take 61 in this example, minus 13. What is that, 48 years? So I said, sir, you've been on planet Earth 61 years, and you're telling me you've been working hard for 48 years. Is that what you're saying? He goes, well, yeah, I guess I never thought of it that way. I looked at her, and I said, ma'am, you're 58. You started working with your 15. I mean, look at you. What is that, 43 years? And I looked at him. I said, no wonder you're so tired, and no wonder your health, you've had some health issues I said, to me, here's what I think you're asking me is, can you retire now? Is that what you're asking? And they said, well, yeah, but we just assumed we couldn't. I said, why'd you assume that? Why do you think they said they weren't 65? <laughs> I thought, what, again, what does that have to do with anything? Now, granted, folks, before you run out and give your, uh, tell your boss the old heave-ho and walk out the door, be careful now, because this does require expertise and analysis. But if you're sitting there right now, and I'm getting ready to share some ideas, but if you're sitting there right now and you're saying, golly, I would love to sit down with you, Tony, and try to get a game plan now. You know, don't wait till you're 70 years old for a game plan. If, you, if you're 70, we can still do one for you, don't get me wrong. But if you're sitting there and you're in your late 50s, early 60s, now's the time to figure out a way to use and enjoy this money. Just go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and click on that let's get started. So here's an option, and this is what we're going to do with these, this couple. I've convinced them that this will work. Option number one is drawing down, listen closely, on your 401k now, or IRA, now versus later. Again, really the magical age in retirement planning is not 65, contrary to popular belief. It's 59 and a half. So this gentleman, let's take him. He's 61. He didn't know he could do this. He said, well, I think I want to go on and finish out the year and maybe go into the middle of next year. There's some reasons he wants to do that that I won't go into. I said, fine. And I said, how's your 401k doing? He laughed, kind of laughed. He said, well, actually, it's down $20,000, Tony, since we met two weeks ago. The market was down. And I said, well, I'll tell you what we can do. I'll show you how to get some of that money back. We'll roll that into an IRA, and let's put at least 70% of that into safer territory and get out of the stock market. And he's like, can you do that? And I said, absolutely. And I can show you how to get mailbox money for life on that IRA. Now, by the way, next week, uh, two weeks from now, excuse me, we're, when we cover mistake number seven, uh, we're going to show you why so many people are fraught with danger in their retirement because they don't have mailbox money. So definitely next week we'll cover uh, mistake number six. The following week, mistake number seven, not having mailbox money, you definitely don't want to miss that show. But anyway, I said we could take that money. And I think he's going to want to do this. this. To me, it made sense, and I think he's understanding the logic. Let's roll it out now. He's over 59 and a half. He's allowed to do that. If he rolls it over properly to somebody like us, there's no taxes, there's no cost, and we're going to be able to put immediately that money in safer territory. Now, in his case, we're going to use a fixed indexed annuity with what's called an income rider. Now, the beauty of this is not only we're going to get, a, get some money back in there to make up for some of those losses he just experienced in the market, but as long as he defers this annuity, listen closely, currently, now these rates change and there's a lot of different companies we represent, but currently we're going to be able to compound that money out for at least 10 years while it's in deferral at 6% guarantee. 
pretty strong stuff. Now, the catch to that is he's going to have to agree to take mailbox money, which he looked at me and he said, well, we're not going to put all the money in this annuity article. I said, no. And he said, man, this sounds great. So he's, I'm going to show him how to take, it's called a split IRA concept. We're going to take some of that money from his 401k. We'll put that in our Charles Schwab platform. It's a brokerage platform, just like his 401k. The difference is yours truly is going to be overseeing it for him. We're only going to charge him six-tenths of 1% for that account. Now, folks, if you're out there, there's one fella, he's always aggravated and mad about annuities for some reason on TV. But if you go with somebody like that, those people are charging 1.5%. So you take a $300,000 account, we manage everything, we do everything for $1,800, they're going to charge $4,500. That's a huge difference in fees. So not only are we going to safeguard some of that money, we're going to show him how to get mailbox money. We're also going to make sure that he's paying low fees so there's not a lot of drag on his money. This is called the split IRA concept, and it's proprietary in terms of how we illustrate it through our software with the worry-free retirement. So option number one is figure out a way to get that money out and spend it now versus later. So let's fast forward. You say, well, Tony, what's option number two? Option number two, so we've got this window. Imagine, uh, by the way, if you ever want to see more graphics that we do on the show, a little more detail, I'd encourage you to watch the television show, The Worry-Free Retirement. Uh, it, too, is produced in our studios in Louisville. we got Aaron and Matt producing that show, do a great job. But the beauty of the TV show is sometimes if we're illustrating things, obviously you can see things better versus trying to, you know, verbally me share, share this and you're trying to understand it. Uh, to find out the TV times, we're in Louisville and Bowling Green. Uh, just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, click on media. Is that correct? Yeah, just click on media and scroll down, and it's got all the listings of the TV show, and you can even DVR it. A lot of people watch the TV show. But anyway, option number two now, now we're fast-forwarding, is taking the money out before 70 and a half for tax planning. You see, there's we've talked on the show, but there's things you can do there. You could take that money out prior to 70 and a half. You might say, well, Tony, I don't need it. Why would I take it out? Remember now, at 70 and a half, you're going to have to start taking money out of this. That's called the required minimum distribution, or we call it RMD. So they're going to get their tax revenue. The government's licking their chops. Can't wait for you to turn 70 and a half. Here comes the revenue. Um, incidentally, I was talking to a CPA about this the other day. You know, we are in one of the lowest tax brackets, depending on your income, that we've been in a long time, folks. Uh, you, are, you have an opportunity right now to meet with somebody like me. We do tax planning for retirement accounts. We're very good at it. And help you understand how much you could possibly take out now versus later and have that money taxed at a lower rate. Let me give you an example. Let's say you got $100,000 in your IRA or 401k. And let's just say for the heck of it, because of your other income, you're in a 10% bracket. That means if you took out, let's say 30,000 and put it in your pocket, currently the government's only gonna tax $3,000. That's it, you get to keep 27, not a bad deal. Now, and I don't know if this will happen. Me and the CPA were just kind of postulating here. But let's say in 15 years, the government's really running out of money and all these baby boomers are retiring. They're licking their chops saying, wait a minute, look at all those trillions of dollars that are coming out of there. Why don't we just raise taxes? They got to take it out. Does this sound cynical or does this sound logical to you, Aaron, if you're a politician? Anyway, you know, there's trillions of dollars. People are turning 70 and a half. The law requires them to take it out. Why couldn't we just raise the taxes to 30%? Uh, Congress could do this in the swoop of a pen as long as the president in office uh, allows it. But So now all of a sudden, you're taking out $20,000, $30,000 because you have to, and the government gets 
of 20, you know, uh, not 10% or whatever that is. So now, right now, all we can do is plan for what the law allows us to do right now. And that may be you. You may be sitting there saying, Tony, I have never, ever thought of how to use and enjoy this money. And I sure ain't meeting with anybody that's laying out this stuff so I can have some, you know, easy to understand options to try to protect more of my wealth so I can use it. Well, let me make that opportunity right now. It's really easy to meet with me. We have offices in Bowling Green and Louisville, Kentucky. You can do it in one of two ways. And again, all of your information is confidential. There is no cost or obligation to talk to me by phone or in person. You just want to log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com. And when you'll see it on the homepage, just put click on the Let's Get Started button. Again, that information is, stays within our office. You will be contacted, and we, we will meet in person. Now, at that first meeting, I'll just look at your stuff. We'll spend about 30 minutes together, and then we will schedule a second meeting where I will provide an assessment of your situation in writing. And as a fiduciary, I'll let you take that information with you and think about it. So you have nothing to lose and possibly lots to gain. Not handy to a phone, uh, iPhone right now or a, a computer. If you want to just call real quick while you're thinking about it, it's 877 499 Nine two five five eight seven seven four nine 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 two five five. Well, I hope you've enjoyed today's program. Remember, next week on the Worry Free Retirement, we'll be covering mistake number six out of the book. Don't follow the herd. I'll look forward to talking to you then. You remember, between now and then, if all else fails, you be worry free. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you Funny, funny, funny what money can do